Shalom, selamat pagi. Welcome to Life Bites. Saya berdoa agar kasih karunia Tuhan sentiasa membungkusi saudara dan seisi keluarga saudara. And may God's grace and wisdom always guide you in all that you do. You will benefit from our studies of the First John's epistle if you follow us from the first episode. Now let's pray. Father God, we thank you for your goodness and your mercy that endures forever. Engkau maha besar, namun masih menyatakan dirimu kepada kami supaya kami dapat mengenalmu Tuhan dalam suatu hubungan kasih melalui anakmu yang tunggal, Yesus Kristus. God, today we want to know you more. So God, please speak to us as we desire to hear you. Semua ini telah kami berdoa di dalam nama Tuhan Yesus, Juru Selamat kami. Amen. We continue our studies of 1 John chapter 2, today reading from verse 3 to verse 6. NIV, we know that we have come to know him if we keep his commands. Whoever says, I know him, but does not do what he commands is a liar. And the truth is not in that person. But if anyone obeys his word, love for God is truly made complete in them. This is how we know we are in him. Whoever claims to live in him must live as Jesus did. Terjemahan baru, ayat ketiga, fasad 2, 1 Yohanes. Dan inilah tandanya bahwa kita mengenal Allah, yaitu jikalau kita menuruti perintah-perintahnya. Barang siapa berkata, aku mengenal dia, tetapi ia tidak menuruti perintahnya, ia adalah seorang pendusta ataupun pembohong, dan di dalamnya tidak ada kebenaran. Tetapi barang siapa menuruti firmannya, di dalam orang itu sungguh sudah sempurna kasih Allah. Dengan itulah kita ketahui bahwa kita ada di dalam dia. Barang siapa mengatakan bahwa ia ada di dalam dia, ia wajib hidup sama seperti Kristus telah hidup. There was a pastor who wanted to preach on the subject of lying. Ada seorang pastor ingin menyampaikan suruh khabar yang berkenaan dengan berbohong. So one Sunday, he announced to the church that next Sunday, he's going to preach on the subject of lying. Dia umumkan kepada jemaat dia bahawa had depan dia akan menyampaikan khabar yang ber Kaitan dengan berbohong. Sebagai persiapan, he told the people, I would like for you all to read the Gospel of Mark chapter 17. Ya, dia menggalakkan jemaat dia untuk membaca dari Injil Markus fasa ke-17. So, comes the following Sunday, seterusnya, before he started to preach, he asked those who have read Mark chapter 17 to raise their hands. Dia minta ada sesiapa yang telah membaca Markus pasal 17 untuk angkat tangan mereka. And guess what? Many hands went up. Ramai orang juga angkat tangan mereka. Then he said to them, Friends, the gospel of Mark doesn't have chapter 17. Injil Markus tidak ada pasal 17 sebenarnya. So then he said to the congregation, Today's sermon is specially for you guys. <laughs> so John actually uses a very strong word in this text here. Rasul Yohanes menggunakan satu perkataan yang sangat keras dalam teks yang telah kita baca tadi. He calls people who claim they know God but do not do what God says. He calls them as liars and that the truth is not in them. Pembohong, pendusta. Tidak ada kebenaran di dalam kamu, dia bilang. Inilah kata-kata John terhadap orang yang berkata mereka mengenal Tuhan tetapi tidak menuruti perintah Tuhan. Now imagine for a moment people calling you a liar. Cuba pikirkan saudaraku, orang memanggil kamu sebagai pembohong. Nobody likes that, right? Especially when you tell people that you are a Christian, that you believe in Jesus. Dan mereka kata, pembohong kau. 
and they reacted to you, liar. Or maybe they show you some kind of face of disbelief. Mungkin mereka menunjukkan sesuatu muka mereka macam mereka tidak percaya apa yang kamu katakan itu. So, apa perasaan saudara? How do you feel? Now, you probably will feel one of the following. Okay, anda akan merasa salah satu dari berikut ini. A. You are offended. Now, kamu tersinggung. If you do, jika saudara tersinggung, that shows you actually don't really know God. If you are on the side of truth, you have the truth in you, you shouldn't be easily offended. Jika saudara ada di pihak kebenaran dan saudara memiliki kebenaran dalam saudara, sepatutnya saudara tidak senang di rasa uh, tersinggung. Ya? Sebagai contoh, tidak pernah kita melihat itu matahari, terang, the sun, the light. Rasa tersinggung oleh kegarapan, kan? You never see the sun get offended by darkness. Right? So, imagine that the sun, when evening comes, the sun sets and it feels offended by darkness, decided to leave bumi, planet, dan pergi pindah ke Mars. Can you imagine that? No, it won't because the next day, hari seterusnya, matahari akan terbit lagi. The sun will rise again, right? Now, this is the issue. We actually have Christians get offended easily and will leave the church and then go to another church. But maybe you say, that's not you. That's A. Maybe not you. Very good. How about B? How do you feel? You maybe don't feel anything when people accuse you a liar. Orang kata kamu seorang pembohong, kamu tidak rasa, atau tidak ada perasaan. Now, this could be worse though, because you may be lying that you are lying. Kamu menipu bahawa engkau menipu. Or you don't even know that you are lying Ataupun kamu tidak tahu kamu sebenarnya menipu atau berbohong because you are lying to yourself sebab engkau menipu sendiri. You see? So, this could be a more severe than A. But how about C? You don't care. Tidak peduli. Why? Because Christianity has become a religious routine for you sebab rutin atau uh, keagamaan. Not a relationship with God anymore. Bukannya hubungan dengan Tuhan sudah. How about D, which I want to suggest we should respond this way. Search our own heart. Selidiki hati diri kita. When people accuse us as a liar, ask God to shine His light into our hearts to check our hearts. Mintalah Tuhan untuk memancarkan terang dia ke dalam hati kita dan selidiki hati kita. Am I obeying His words? Adakah saya turut kepada perintahnya? Am I living as Jesus did? Adakah saya hidup mengikut seperti Tuhan Yesus yang hidup? Now, you say, if you do, you say, yeah, I do. People actually can see. Now, but wait, Daniel, you may be asking, I am doing what Jesus did. I go to church. I serve in church. So, I know God lah. Is that all really? Itu saja kah? Ikut gereja, melani di gereja. Itulah maksudnya mengenal Tuhan kah? You see, friends, one of the issues that John was dealing with was the teachings of the Gnostics. Salah satu isu yang Yohanes hadapi adalah memerangi ajaran sesat Gnostic. Alright, so pada waktu, pada masa itu. Now, they claim, golongan ini, they claim they have special knowledge. Bahawa mereka ada pengetahuan khas to know God. And one of those teachings believe that they had the ability to alienate themselves far enough from sinful things 
that they could become sinless themselves. Salah satu kepercayaan mereka adalah bahwa mereka memiliki kekuatan untuk mengasingkan diri jauh dari dosa sehingga mereka menjadi tidak berdosa. Now, if we would apply today, there are people who only see other people's wrongs but never see the issues of their own heart. Jika kita aplikasikan ini, inilah gorongan orang yang selalu mencari kesalahan orang yang lain tetapi tidak melihat isu dalam hati mereka sendiri. They almost think of themselves as sinless. Seolah mereka hampir mereka menganggap diri mereka itu tidak berdosa. Suka menghakimi. But in actual fact, they disobey God's commands. Tetapi sebenarnya mereka tidak mematuhi perintah Tuhan. You see friends, we cannot say we know God if we don't know His words. Kita tidak boleh kata kita mengenal Tuhan jika kita tidak mengenal firman dan kata-kata dia. And if we claim we know God's word, but yet doing the opposite, that's worse. John called them liars. Jikalau kita berkata kita mengenal firman Tuhan, tapi kita melakukan yang bertentangan dengan firman Tuhan, itu lebih teruk daripada tidak mengenal Tuhan. So, Yohanes panggil mereka itu adalah pembohong. You see, Gnostics people are doing the opposite of the word of God, even though they claim they know God. Now, friends, don't dismiss this too fast, saying that, oh, I'm not in this category. Let's examine ourselves. Mari kita selidiki diri kita. Now, if we say we know God, do we then know that, jikalau kita berkata kita mengenal Tuhan, apakah kita mengetahui bahwa, number one, God is loving, gracious, forgiving, compassionate. Tuhan adalah maha pengasih, pemurah, pengampun, dan penyayang. Now, most of us would probably reply a big yes very quickly. Maka kita akan meresponi dengan satu ya, dengan cepat sekali. Now, next question, if you really reply yes, is our lives, is your life, friends, reflecting these characters of God? Adakah hidup kita mencemringkan semua karakter-karakter nilai Tuhan ini? Now, perhaps now our reply may be slower than the first question. Mungkin sekarang, respon kita mungkin sudah Slow sikit, ya. Or, we have a lot of buts. Uh, buts this, buts that. Uh, tetapi ini, tapi itu. Let's ask ourselves. Examine ourselves. Selagi kita soal yang kedua, God always, do you know that God always wants the best for us? He will never harm us. Do you know that? Even if He tells us to do things we may not understand. Tuhan tidak akan pernah menyakiti kita, bahkan jika Dia menyuruh kita melakukan hal-hal yang mungkin kita tidak mengerti, saudaraku. So, if you say you know God, do you have a problem in doing things that God desire us to do that wants the best for us? Apakah anda memiliki masalah atau tidak dalam melakukan hal-hal yang Tuhan ingin kita lakukan yang mau terbaik untuk kehidupan kita? If we truly know God, we, not, we should have no problem in doing what He says, friends. And the third thing for us to check, selidiki diri kita perkara ketiga, God desire us so much as a father desire his children. Allah sangat menginginkan kita sebagaimana seorang bapa menginginkan anak-anaknya. So if we really know God, then we too will desire him. The more we desire him, the more we will know him. The more we know him, the more we will desire him. Semakin kita menginginkan Tuhan, semakin kita akan mengenal dia, semakin kita mengenal dia, semakin kita menginginkan dia. So, if you think you know God, jadi jika saudara berpikir saudara mengenal Tuhan, 
Do you talk to him frequently? Bukannya minta dia buat ini buat itu untuk kita, but fellowship with him. Do you really love reading his word? Rindukan membaca firman dia. Do you love to be with his people, the kononia? Do you really love people? Adakah saudara mengasihi sesama manusia? Jemaat dia, his church. People even though they are imperfect, mereka meskipun tidaknya sempurna, full of flaws and weaknesses, penuh dengan kelemahan. Do you love them? Because God loves his church despite all her flaws. Meskipun banyaknya kekurangan, kelemahan jemaat Tuhan, masih lagi Tuhan mengasihi mereka. That is why in verse 5, di ayat kelima, But if anyone obeys his words, John says, if you obey God's words, love for God is truly made complete in him. Tapi barang siapa menerima firmannya di dalam orang itu sungguh sudah sempurna kasih Allah. In other words, this is the best evidence that you truly know God and love God. So, do you love to serve Him with your time, talent and treasures? Adakah saudara rindu untuk melayani Tuhan dengan masa, talenta dan kewangan saudara? Are you reflecting God's character in your life? And that is why Jesus said in Luke chapter 6:46, Why do you call me Lord, Lord? And do not do what I say. Kamu bersuruh keparaku, Tuhan-Tuhan, parahal kamu tidak melakukan apa yang aku katakan. So in verse 6, how do we know we know God and are living in Christ? Live as Jesus did. That's the answer. Bagaimana kita tahu kita mengenal Tuhan dan hidup dalam Kristus apabila kita hidup sama seperti Kristus telah hidup. Think like Christ, act like Christ, and live like Christ. But then you say, nobody is perfect, right? Well, exactly. Tiada orang sempurna. Benar tu. That is why in the next part of our studies, oleh sebab itu, episode yang seterusnya, we will look at one specific example that actually has nothing to do with being perfect or not. It has all to do with the issues of our heart. Semuanya adalah berkaitan dengan isu yang di dalam hati kita, saudaraku. Bukannya sama ada kita sempurna ke tidak sempurna. Now let me finish with this story. There was a famous orchestra conductor by the name of Adolf Rachel. He was taking his choir and orchestra through their final rehearsal of the Handel's beautiful, inspiring song Messiah. Seorang conductor orchestra jemuran terkenal sedang membuat raptai terakhir dengan choir dan orchestra dia dengan lagu Handel's yang bernama Messiah atau Mesias yang sangat terkenal. When the soprano soloist came in in the chorus that sings, I know that my Redeemer liveth. Saya tahu bahwa penebus saya hidup. She sang it with flawless technique, perfect breathing, and clear pronunciation. Dia menyanyi dengan begitu sedap sekali dengan teknik yang sempurna, teknik penafasan yang terbaik dan sebutan perkataan yang tepat sekali. Now, after she completed her part, Everyone looked at the conductor, expecting to see his responses of approval. Selepas dia selesai, semua orang memandang para conductor menantikan responsi dia yang baik. And Rachel walked over to the soloist and said, almost like a sorrowful feeling, My daughter, you do not really know that your Redeemer lives to you. Dengan muka yang seperti sedih, dia bilang kepada penyanyi soloist itu, Anakku, kamu tidak benar-benar tahu bahwa penebus kamu hidup, bukan? She feels embarrassed and then she asks, Yes, I think I do. Why? Dia rasa malu dan menjawab, Ya, saya rasa saya tahu. Kenapa? 
that Richard told the soloist, then sing it. Yanikanlah, tell it to me so that I'll know you have experienced the joy and power of it. Beritahu saya sehingga saya tahu bahawa kamu telah mengalami sukacita dan kekuatan dia. Then he motioned the orchestra to begin, and she sang the truth. Dia menyanyi sekali lagi dengan penuh semangat, with a fervor that testified of a personal experience and knowledge of the risen Lord. Dia menyanyi dengan penuh dengan semangat dan memberi kesaksian kepada pengetahuan peribadi dia bahawa Tuhan Yesus telah bangkit. Those who listen to Her singing wept, and Rachel, mata dia pun dibasahi oleh air mata, dan berkata kepada dia, and his eyes were wet in tears, and said to her, "You do know, for this time, you have told me. Kali ini kamu telah memberitahu saya bahawa kamu tahu. See, friends, if we do know God, our lives will surely show it. So let's reflect. Mari kita renungkan." Do you know God? Adakah anda mengenal Tuhan? If yes, can you describe how your life shows that you know God? Jika ya, bolehkah saudara menerangkan bagaimana kehidupan anda menunjukkan bahawa anda mengenal Tuhan? If no, what are you going to do so that you will really know God? Jika tidak, apa yang akan saudara lakukan supaya saudara benar-benar mengenal Tuhan? Now let's pray. Father God, we thank you for using your servant, the Apostle John, to speak to us like a father would do to his own children. Syukur kerana engkau menggunakan hambaMu Rasul Yohanes untuk berbicara kepada kami Tuhan. Apa yang seorang bapa akan berkata kepada anaknya? Kami sangat merlukan teguran ini. So give us greater desire to know you. And to obey your words, agar kami mengenalmu dan turut setiap perintahmu, so that your love will be made complete in us. I pray for those who have yet to know you, especially to have a personal relationship with you, that they too will open their hearts to welcome you into their lives. Saya berdoa untuk mereka yang belum mengenalmu, terutamanya belum hidup dalam hubungan dengan engkau agar mereka akan membuka hati mereka dan menerima engkau ke dalam hidup mereka. May God's grace and presence be with you in your career, in your studies, and in your family. In Jesus' name, our Lord and Savior, we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening. Semoga anda telah diberkati. I value your questions and your comments. Next episode, we will explore further through a topic, To Love is to See. To the next Life Bites. Continue to have a bite and have a life. God bless you.